Hello there and welcome back to the BU Podcast. I'm your host Sean Brown and our mission here at BU is to help the world become a happier place, one person at a time. Hope you are blessed and well out there and whatever you're up to whilst you're listening to this, I hope it serves you well. On today's podcast, I wanted to talk about my reaction to the new show Bridgerton and the things that I took away from it in terms of like the universal themes and vibes that, you know, apply to all of us in terms of being ourselves living freely and living happily. And one of the things that I noticed in this series, and by the way, before I get into it, in in case anybody's like, yo, I need to turn this off. I've not watched Bridgerton yet. I'm not going to talk about any of the characters. I'm not going to actually talk about any specific events. So there's no spoilers. It's totally spoiler free. So relax. You can still listen, even if you've not watched Bridgerton and you plan to. So my wife and I, we blitzed through series two of Bridgerton, Last week, we watched a few each night. Now, just to say, when I'm watching episodes, sometimes I get a little bit drowsy, right? So there were a few occasions where there were gaps in my timeline of what happened <laughs> when I was catching a few Zs and having a few naps here and there, because I just fall asleep so quickly when we're watching these things sometimes. But I got the overall theme. <laughs> so even though I missed a few bits, I sort of got the general gist. And one of the huge themes that I saw that I thought was worth bringing to the podcast was there was this real theme in this series about healing, the healing yourself and that healing journey and how important healing ourselves is to our relationships, you know, because that's the context of Bridgerton and what it's all about. But for me, it's wider than that. Like you could, you could talk about this dynamic in in relationships. Yes, yeah, sure. But you could talk about it in terms of our our work, our health, what we think is possible for ourselves. Like all of those different arenas. And the reason that this was really coming through was because two of the main characters they had mental a mental construct, ideas about themselves and about the world that were preventing them from living the life that they truly wanted to live. The, the, the series did a really good job of making obvious what they truly wanted to do and then showed how they felt they had ideas and beliefs that prevented them from moving towards that. Now, it also showed the consequences of doing that because when we have something that we want to move towards that's pure in intent, that's coming from our hearts, that's something that is wholesome and we don't move towards it, usually it's something that's going to come back and, and and bite us because the whole reason that we were drawn to that thing is because there's going to be something in it for us that's fulfilling and there might be something in it for other people around who are fulfilled by you doing your part, if that makes sense. And so when we have the desire to create something, build something, you know, um, strike up a partnership or a relationship with somebody else, and there is pure intent in that, just be rest assured that it's obviously benefiting the people involved, but it will then indirectly benefit so many other people as well. And when we don't move towards those things because we have these ideas or these beliefs that hold us back, the consequence of that is twofold. One, we feel the tension between what we want to do and what we're actually doing. And we feel that gap, that space of I'm not living up to that or I'm not getting closer to what I truly want. And we feel that and it's painful. The other side of it is we can we can find ourselves becoming resentful, becoming bitter, becoming frustrated, becoming angry 
And then we attribute that to, to other things. So we may want to, I'm just trying to throw an example out there. Say we want to become an artist, right? I want to start painting, whatever. But something inside me says it's not for me to do. It's not the right pursuit, whatever. We then f- constantly carry this tension around because we're not fulfilling ourselves completely how we want to. And then we attribute that to circumstances in the world. We attribute that to other people and we start lashing out and we start, we start acting and behaving in a way that's not in harmony with how we would truly want to be. And we even recognize that because we're like, why did I say that to that person? Why did I just go off about that? What's going on with me? And usually when you're speaking with someone who's fulfilled, truly fulfilled, then that tension, yeah, it comes and goes because we all go through ups and downs. We all have moods. We all have feelings that fluctuate. But in the main, you're not looking at someone who is in that is in that trap of tension, anger, frustration, bitterness a lot a lot of the time. They may flit in and out, but in the main, you know, their their vibe is pretty secure. Now, this has got nothing to do with the achievement of the actual pursuit, right? It's not that let's go back to the artist, that an artist will only be fulfilled if they sell paintings for millions of pounds or if you know, they get recognized by millions of people or if they blow up commercially. It's not about that. It's about the act of doing the thing because something about that activity speaks to who they are and allows them to express themselves in a pure, beautiful way that only they can produce. And that's it. Where the rest of it goes is where it goes. And so... How do we navigate that healing process in, in terms of, you know, I recognize I have that, but what do I then do with it? And this is where my answer would be so long in terms of all the different ways that you can go about it, that this podcast would become quite tedious. So I'm going to give you an overall overarching principle, and then, and then the rest of it would be up to you. Here's the overarching principle. Anything that you can look at, which is going to help you to recognize, recognize first and foremost, through awareness, what the beliefs are that that are holding you back from what you want to do, and then a modality that allows you to release those, free yourself from those, that works for you, that you believe in, that you feel will work, and that's a key thing. Now, if I said to you, oh, go and see, go and see the local, you know, Reiki practitioner, but you don't think Reiki works, that's not going to work. If I said to you, go and speak to a energy healer, but you're not into the energy vibe, that's not going to work. If I said to you, you know, go to your local church, but you don't believe in God or you don't believe in the religious life, it's not going to work for you, which is why we can't answer this question about how do you heal in, in a, you know, one size fits all way. But the fact that there are things to heal is going to be pretty accurate for most people, and I include myself in that. And so we find a way, we find a modality, we find a practice that speaks to us, that feels natural to us, that's an enjoyable process to us. And by enjoyable, I don't mean necessarily that the healing is pleasant, because sometimes it's not. It might be snotty and ugly and cry and and intense. But enjoyable insofar as this modality for me is something that I want to see all the way through to the end. I'm invested in this. And once we find that, if we can commit to the process, whatever that process is, and get on that journey of healing, then we can find a way to 
navigate, sort out, and hopefully remove some of these limiting beliefs and ideas that have been holding us back, which then frees us up to go and live the life that we truly want to live. Because in the absence of those limiting beliefs, when we feel less limited, we are simultaneously at the same time more free, more free to go do what we want to do because we want to do it. Not so much worried about the fears that we had before or the trepidation or the judgment of others or the judgment of ourselves. And so healing ourselves and going on that healing journey when we recognize there's something to be healed is such a crucial element of living a free and happy life. Definitely something worth looking into. For me personally, some of the different healing modalities that have worked for me, one of them has been singing with the gospel choir. It's such a it's such an amazing experience for me personally that it's healing in and of itself for me to do that. So that's one thing that I definitely have used in my healing journey. Another thing that's helped me in my healing journey has been a modality called energy clearing, emotion clearing. And that's definitely worked for me. If you type into Google emotion code clearing, you will be able to find out more about that. And that's something that you can look into as well. But there are so many other modalities out there. I'm not telling you what what will work for you. That's your work. But as I saw in that Bridgerton show, and as we just see in life, when we have unhealed aspects of ourselves that are dominant, then those unhealed aspects almost take over us and we find ourselves doing things we don't want to do, saying things we don't want to say, and behaving in ways that we don't want to behave in. So going on that healing journey is absolutely essential if we want to live the free, loving, joyful life that everybody has the potential to live. And so I hope this episode has served as a little bit of inspiration to go on that journey and to look into that. Check out Bridgerton, see what you think of it. We enjoyed it. What did you think of the show? It'd be great to hear what you thought of Bridgerton as well. And if you've enjoyed this episode and you think it may serve somebody else, feel free to share it with them. If you share the link of this podcast episode or the show itself, they'll be able to hear it. Another thing you can do if you've enjoyed this episode is to give us a review. You can do that on Apple Podcasts. You can do that on Spotify as well. They've got the five-star system there. And then one last thing I would suggest you do if you've really enjoyed this podcast or this episode is to subscribe to the show. Because if you do that, every time I drop an episode, you will automatically have it on your device. When you next tune into, you know, when you next go into the app that you use, the episodes will be there, all the ones I've done in between, you know, your last listen and then, so you don't miss anything. So I hope you've enjoyed that. I really enjoyed the series. I hope they do another one because I'd like to see all the twists and turns that happen in that. I think I've done a good job there on being spoiler free. If you got a spoiler out of that, I don't know how you did. (laughs) But I'm going to leave you to whatever you are doing. Be you, be blessed, and I'll see you on the next episode.